You're listening to the Story Shout Podcast, hosted by Kelsey Jones. We're a weekly podcast dedicated to destigmatizing failure and laughing at our normalcy. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Story Shout. My name is Kelsey Jones, and I am your host. I'm joined here today by one of my longtime friends, Mary Fox. Hi, Mary. Hi. So Mary and I have been friends since college. I don't know when we met in college, but I was trying to remember remember that. No, I don't remember either. Like, did we have a, I don't know. Did you study French? Did we have a French class journal? I don't know. Journalism. I don't know what thing we could have had. See, I was in journalism at first before I did English lit. So maybe we were just in a class together. We should really dig into this. I have no idea. Usually I can always remember. But anyway, so the reason why we're on here today, you know, a story shout, and this is season two. So you are first guest for season two in the new year. How very exciting. Uh, Yes. So I'd love to know, uh, you know, the topic today. What do you suck at, Mary? I suck at picking up after myself. Or more broadly, (laughs) my husband might refer to me as a bit of a slob. Okay. I can dig into that for you if you'd like, but. No, I get the gist. And I, at first bat, um, I might be on your husband's side, but I'd love to hear (laughs) your reasoning, your reasoning for, for why you do it, or you just have never done it. So like to paint the picture, it's not that I'm a complete slob necessarily. It's that I, um, I prioritize pretty much everything else over, for example, doing the dishes. So for example, my husband would much prefer to have the dishes clean before we go to bed. And I'm like, oh, we could do it in the morning if the alternative is going to sleep right now, if it's late or whatnot. Um, he's the type that like, if we come in, we have a small son now. So if we come in from a walk, we have the stroller. He wants to like take everything out of the stroller and put it away right away. And I'm like, you can just leave the stroller there. We're going to go for another walk later. And he's like, yeah, but what if we don't? Then we just have the stroller out. Um, I come upstairs with my hands full. I immediately like throw everything on the kitchen table. And he's like, you know, you could have just put all those different things away instead of laying them on the table. I'm like, no, I don't. I have my hands full. Like I need to set them down for a minute. Um, and then, you know, and then, so I kind of leave a trail behind me if you, you follow. Um, and I, I view picking up after ourselves. Like I love living in a clean apartment and and we live in San Francisco. So it's like, you know, we don't have a ton of space. Um, and I, but I also think that the trade-off of time versus like, so I'm more about efficiency. Can I go pick all of it up at once and spend 10 minutes just like putting everything away or spend like 15 minutes doing the dishes? And in his mind, that time, the apartment is messy. And what was the point of waiting when we could have just done it at the, you know, at the initial point of entry? Um, so there's a theme there. Uh, and I've gotten to the point where I've started like shoving things in drawers because he'll be like annoyed by the fact that it's out. And like that, of course, creates its whole problem. So my my portion of our dresser is usually not folded and tidy because I didn't have time to put it away as soon as they were cleaned and folded. And instead I just like shove them in there so that I don't get yelled at for having my laundry out. So like, and there's a, (laughs) there's a lot of situations where that kind of happens. Yeah. I, okay. So maybe I'm on your husband's side, but it's more idealistic because I tend to let things accumulate into piles. So I'm good about tidying. Like, I will always take my dirty glass from the couch to the sink, or I would rather like put something directly in the dishwasher than let it sit on the counter and my husband's opposite. But then I'm bad with piles. So I'll like get a basket and get all the crap from the main floor that I need to take upstairs. 
but then I'll take the basket upstairs and it will literally sit upstairs for like weeks. And my husband's really good about not nagging me about that. And I see the basket and it drives me nuts, but it's like, I reached this stopping point where I can't, it seems overwhelming to, to put everything away that's in the basket. So I think when it comes to little stuff, like plates and cups and things, I'm good. But then like bigger stuff, like organizing or putting things in closets, I really, that's where I really struggle. Well, and then I start putting those things in closets and at first it'll look beautiful for about a week and then it'll start to fall apart. And then I, you know, and after some point it's not tidy. He kind of has this mentality of like, if it's tidy to begin with, it's really easy to keep it tidy. And I do agree with him, but I think I still come back to like trade-offs, right? Like I don't have time to, if I can get one more thing done for work or spend 10 minutes with my son or, you know, pretend that I'm going to exercise, <laughs> then, then, you know, like those are things that I'd rather do instead of going and tidying. How do you get around it for yourself? Like when you, how do you get over that? Like idea of like that basket, I can, I can get into it because it's going to take you five minutes. Right. But getting past it. I know that's the thing is actually putting it away takes way less time than the effort I spend thinking about it. And I, what's helped me. And again, I know we're not trying to solve issues. Like I think the podcast is like just talking about how we suck at things, but I always time myself doing stuff. And that helps me realize how much time it actually takes. Like the dishwasher, I can unload and load the dishwasher in 10 minutes. And I've timed myself doing that several times. So I don't have a block about that because um, I know it only takes 10 minutes. But with my like baskets of doom, I think I tend to get really distracted by things. So if I'm putting something away in my office closet, then I see something in my office closet that needs to be fixed. Um, And I've had a few people tell me they think I have ADHD, which I could see maybe, but I tend to get distracted really fast. So I think that's why I put things, I put things off that have a higher chance of me getting distracted. And I don't really know the solution, but I, the only time I put it away is like, there'll be random days where I will have the energy to do something and I have to ride that train until I completely like am done. So the other day uh, we had had this pile of stuff for the thrift store to donate for like four weeks. And my husband to his credit never said anything. And it was this huge pile. And um, suddenly like one, one, I think it was a Saturday. I was like, I'm going to clear that pile up. I'm going to go put it in my car. So I did it immediately because otherwise like, it's so easy to just, you know, cast it off and do it some other time. So for me, it's all about like, when I am in the right place to do it, then Mm -hmm. I don't have like the mental block about it. I think it's a really interesting part of it because the, the donation pile, we have like many metaphors for that in our house. It's like the thing that just sits there and I'm like, don't touch it. Like, I I promise I'm going to get to it. Leave it alone. Like I have this thing that I've been meaning to mail to a friend and he, for, for probably a year now and we moved apartments and he's like, seriously, you're not mailing this thing. Are you? And I was like, no, I promise I'm going to mail it. I just, she moved. I don't have her address. I just always had this excuse for why I didn't do the thing. Um, But it's gotten to a point where it's like a source of anxiety for him. We had a pile of holiday cards that I accidentally ordered jumbo postcards. One's coming to you, Kelsey. You're going to get a jumbo postcard of, but, but it's like huge. And I, and he, I went to move it from the living room to the back bedroom when we had friends over and he immediately was like, where are you putting it? What are you doing with that thing? Cause he knew that I was just going to go set it somewhere and it was going to be, you know, in a spot that he would have to eventually remind me over and over to, to do something with. 
Uh, and then I get mad at him because now I'm like, leave me alone. I'm a grown adult. I can like put this thing wherever I want to. I need spaces for my mess if I, so I think it all goes back to having a place. And again, I'm not trying to fix it, but for me, if something doesn't have a very obvious home, there's not an obvious home. So like with my laundry, I don't have enough space for my, my clothes. So there's not like a perfect spot for my jeans and then a perfect spot for my shirts because I have too many of both. And whenever I get past that point of just too many, it becomes a problem. And so I keep telling him that we can either create more homes. His solution is to get rid of stuff. Like, I don't think I have too much stuff, but you can debate me on that. Or (laughs) my bigger plan, which is like, I, we don't have lots of extra cash, but one thing I would be totally fine investing in is somebody to come over for like an hour a day and tidy for me. I'm not, I know that sounds like so (laughs) spoiled, but like, can I just pay like a teenager to come just put all my stuff away and fold my laundry? I don't know. Yeah. No, I've thought about that too. And again, I know that's very privileged, like you said, to even think that that's like something you can do. Cause I know for a lot of people that's not. Um, and I acknowledge that, but I've thought about that too. Um, and I've talked to that to my husband about that. And he's to him, he's like, we're not those type of people. And to him, like, why don't you just do it yourself? It, we do have our house cleaned um every three weeks by cleaning. Same. Yeah. And that took forever to convince him to do. But I'm like, look, we look we work full time, both of us. And I mean, we I could probably honestly start a whole podcast on like feminine issues and women at work. But one thing that has really struck me is, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, whatever, like women, the reason why houses were kept so tidy is because there was one of the partners who was almost always the the woman was expected to keep the house clean. That was her job. But now both people in a marriage usually work and yet women are still expected to keep the house clean. And it's just not realistic that we can't, there's still some like shame or embarrassment to asking for help or admitting like, there might be someone who could actually do this for me and clear like the mental anxiety. Like I know you talked about your husband having anxiety about where you're going to put it. If having someone come and tidy for an hour a day would cut that anxiety for him and then like cut any tension from you uh, between you two, it's worth it. And that's what I tell my husband with the cleaning. I haven't convinced him for the tidying, but with the cleaning, I'm like, think of all the mental energy not only just having it done and have a clean house, but like him and I used to always fight about cleaning because I would always clean. And I'm like, look, I'm working as much as you are. Why is it falling on me to clean? And the minute we hired someone to help us, that that source of tension between us just went away. Having somebody clean the house was huge for us too. And and actually we did it really early on in our, like as soon as we lived together, that was one of the first things we did. But to your point earlier around like, just do it ourselves. And that's my husband's theory too, of like, can't you just, you know, if you make it a habit, it's, he calls it, you know, your monkey brain takes over and you don't even have to think about it. You're just putting it in the right spot. And like, do I agree that I would love to be that person who's always organized and always gets things put away? Absolutely. Like that would be amazing. And I'm going to work on that. I am not that person today. Like I completely agree that it's nice to have a super tidy home. I completely agree that, um, you know, some of the things that get left undone, like I could just do and it would be over, but I don't agree that I'm going to change overnight. And so if you expect me to change overnight, then the only way to fix this is to throw a little bit of money at it. And then to your point, get over the anxiety for him. But here's where we run into an issue, which is definitions of cleanliness. 
So what is a tidy home versus what isn't? And I can walk into our living room and be like, wow, it looks so nice in here. And three minutes later, he'll come and be like, wow, this is so messy. Like, how did our apartment get so messy? And it's just because three things are out of place. And now, now for all your listeners who are like, is your, you know, does, is there like an OCD situation going on? Like, you know, we could get into that conversation. I doubt it. I think it really is just like for him, if everything's not perfectly in its place, it might as well be like thrown in the middle of the floor. Like it's that much of a, an eyesore for him. So. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I, I think part of marriage, not to be like broader, you know, be philosophical is like about compromise. So I think there's a state where both of you would agree it's messy. And then there's a state where you would agree it's clean. And then there's a state where he would agree or he would think it's still messy. And you have to like meet in the middle of all of that. Mm -hmm. Like for my husband, like he used to always throw his socks um, like just as soon as he got home, he'd take off his socks and put them on the floor. And it would drive me insane because I'm like, Oh my freaking God. Like first feet are nasty to me, but then like <laughs> your wet, gross socks. Like I'm not going to touch your socks because it's like feet sweat so much. So anyway, after years and years and years, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, obviously I'm not going to expect you anymore to go upstairs and put your socks in your laundry basket. That's my ideal. Right. Um, instead I said, can you do one of two things? I put a little laundry hamper in our pantry in our kitchen. That's for like, we use, um, washable, uh, napkins, like little cloths instead of, uh, mm-hmm. paper napkins. And so there's a little laundry hamper for those. And I said, you can either put your socks in there or will it, you at least throw them. So they're on the landing of our stairs. So like if you're going upstairs in our house, there's like a little landing where you kind of turn and then finish going up the stairs. I'm like, can you at least throw them? So they're on the landing. Yes, they're still out, but they're not like in the middle of the cart of like the floor on the main level. And since I compromised, that's not my ideal, but it's better than the socks just being on the ground randomly, like in the middle of the floor. And that's been okay. So I think you have to like meet in the middle and embrace that someone is never going to have things as clean or the way that you would do it. But that doesn't mean it's wrong even necessarily like him putting his socks in a laundry pile that's established like on this landing or in the little hamper. I mean, that's better than how it was. You know, it's, it's, I think it's about like, what can you do that's starting progress, but also embracing like your natural tendency to be who you are. Because I think as adults, you know, to your point, like you were talking about how you're an adult or whatever, like it's really hard for us to change, but how can we, adapt our habits where we are listening to our partner, but also still just embracing reality. Like that's what it comes down to. You know, and and habits are the right word for it, but where I get frustrated is just like, I also think there's something around him seeing my mess versus, you know, him seeing his, his own mess. Right. So like sometimes I'll go into the kitchen and there's like cheese left out. He's French and we eat a lot of like really stinky, awesome cheeses. Um, and they just get left out on the counter for like an hour or whatever. Like, are you done with this cheese? Are you, are you going to put it away? So I think we just also have different definitions of what's classified as a mess versus what's not. And how do you, you know, get there? Um, I find that the thing that's actually worked best for like at least identifying my own mess is to just do a quick walk through the house to be like, what would annoy my husband? <laughs> What's going to annoy him? <laughs> um, and then just try to pick up those two or three things. It's That's probably the best compromise I can commit to right now because I know there's that next level, which is like, am I going to clean out my portion of the bathroom closet? 
for maybe. I'm really lucky that I have, and I, and I know that you know you've talked about this too, but I have a really great equal partner and he probably does more than I do in general, especially because he cares so much about the house being clean. Um, but like we, you know, we buy a new item. He immediately takes it out of the box, tears down the box, puts it away. Like that's his th- process. Whereas like an Amazon package comes for me and I open it and I'm so excited about the new thing. And I leave the box exactly where it was. Um, those are the things that like I will work on, but yeah, like probably not going to get fixed overnight. So yeah. And I, I know as working moms too, mm-hmm. and business owners, like I know you have an awesome business and I have a full-time job, but then I also have clients on the side. And I, I think we tend to just be so tired at the end of the day. I mean, even if you don't have all those things and you just have like a single job, we just get so tired. And so I just do what I can on a given day. And I, and I've really embraced that even especially going through the pandemic and the mental toll that, you know, the pandemic took on all of us. Um, I do what I can that day. So like this week, I had a bad cold. So a lot of things piled up around the house, mostly my stuff. And I just would go to bed after my son went to bed, you know, because I was so Mm -hmm. tired. But then there's days where I have better energy. So then I do what I can. And sometimes that's just setting like a 10 minute timer. And that's all I do. But I think just taking it day by day, instead of like, I'm so bad at this and then just harping on yourself every day instead, just like, what can I, what's a little thing I can do today that would like progress me towards my ideal self maybe. And then there's the question of like, what is my ideal self here? And I, th- I want to like, I'll tell you, as I already told you, you know, of course I want to be that way. But then there's like the part of me that do I really like, is that the thing that I need <laughs> to improve? I mean, I, I'd rather be a better friend. You know what I mean? I'd rather like, if I have 10 minutes, can I send a text message to the three people I've forgotten to reply to? Like that starts to, those trade-offs are real for me. And maybe that's when I start to spiral and I'm like, what's the point of doing anything? And then I end up on Instagram. I know. I know. I mean, it's all about priorities, but then you're like, well, everything's a priority, you know, and some people think some things are priorities that aren't. And it's like, what do you decide? And your brain just starts like spinning. And so for me, I just start doing something because I'm like, well, I can process that, but at least I'm moving towards something. But it's really hard to, I think just living with other people, I think that's really romanticized, even like roommates in movies and shows. Like it always looks like this happy, fun time, like New Girl or Friends or Will and Grace or like romantic movies or like those couples on Instagram that look like, oh, I, you know, I get to spend every day with my best friend. I'm so happy. But when it comes to real life, it's not really like that. And going back to like the whole idea of story shot, like not improving yourself, if we think of that as a, at a higher level, like, I'm sure your husband like would wish that you were cleaner, but he also probably knows how priceless it is that he found you as a partner. And that's what I think about with my husband is like, sure, he's kind of messy or does X, Y, Z, but like, I know he's a really good man and a really good father. And so that's what, that's my priority. It's being a partner with somebody who has the same values as I do and supports me. Um, So the other things are just like, part of our reality. Um, But we kind of just have to think about like, okay, at the end of the day, though, I'm still with live with and am with the person that that I make a choice every day to be with. That's an amazing way to think about it. I really like that a lot. Yeah. So you should tell your husband he needs to be 
appreciate me more. He needs to just love me for who I am. Um, you know, and that's, that's the reality of it too. It's like, we all have our downsides. And in this case, like I would argue that it's both of our downsides, like his need for a really clean space that's constantly organized and my need to, you know, just feel like I can set something down without walking on eggshells. Right. And and then know that I'm going to go back and clean it later. Those two things have to come together in some, in some way. And what's hilarious about it is like, I'm becoming more clean or more tidy, I guess, um, as our son starts to get bigger because he's throwing toys everywhere and that drives me nuts. So now I'm starting to pick up the same habits. Um, I'm sure that as soon as I get good at tidying, my son's going to be the problem. So my husband will have a different person to focus on. (laughs) But uh, no, I mean, let's be honest, I'll be untidy for the rest of my days. Yeah. But I think just leaning into reality and who you are, instead of like, wishing that you could transform into a tidy person. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I'm, I'm always going to have my piles of doom. So I, I just piles. embrace my piles and do 10 minute timers every day and do what I can because otherwise it's like ridiculous to think that I could be this perfect like housewife when I'm not and mm-hmm. I never will be. Piles of doom. I'm going to tell my husband that word and he's <laughs> going to use it against me for the rest of our time together. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I know we're about at time. So, you know, do you, if there's, okay, well, I'm trying to think of like a good closing question, because I think we did talk about like actual things that could help. But I'd love to know maybe something funny, like, what's like the worst thing that you've left out that your husband has um, gotten mad at you about to like close us off? Going back to privilege, my, we have a nanny. And she's wonderful. We actually share her with another family. Um, cost of childcare in San Francisco is quite high. And so we actually were able to do better sharing a nanny. Um, and she happened to fold my laundry one day out of the kindness of her heart that is not part of her job. And I didn't want her to be sad about the fact that she folded it and I hadn't put it away. So I just moved it into my office. We have like a small back office. And later my husband was like, like just could not handle the fact that I had picked this pile up. And I had moved it all the way through the whole house and put it in my office on the floor because (laughs) rather than just putting it in the drawer. But the reason I didn't put it in the drawer was the drawer was too messy and I knew that I needed to put it somewhere. So I ended up just, so then the next day I did the same thing. I ended up having two stacks of my own clothing in my office on the floor. Um, And I had to give him that. I was like, yeah, that was ridiculous. I completely (laughs) agree. I love that so much. Well, As we close out, where can people find you if they want to talk to you about messiness or just learn more about you on social media or wherever? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at MaryBFox20, which is like not super easy to follow, but you know, there there you have it. MaryBFox20 on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Um, I'm constantly posting about, you know, manager development and or mom life, working mom life. Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Mary, and thank you to everyone listening, and until next time. Thank you for listening to the Story Shout Podcast. Don't forget to review us on iTunes and connect with us on social media at Story Shout or online at storyshout.co. Until next time, stay normal.